Hi, I'm Patrick Flesner. You're listening to Gut Talks, double G U double T. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and welcome to season three of Gut Talks, double G U double T, a podcast about business, design, and gut feelings. I started Gut Talks a couple of years ago to educate, spread some karma on the board, connect, reconnect, or learn from awesome entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and investors. By the way, there are no sponsors on the show, but a like, a share, comment, and hitting the subscribe button would mean a lot. Now let's get started. So this is the next episode of our segment with Patrick Flesner, where we talk about scaling a venture and investing, and slightly touching on leadership, which is his next book. Here we go. Is fast scaling something you're actively seeking for in your, with your partners in your company when evaluating startups you want to invest in? Yeah, so we won't invest in bit scaling companies. That's mm-hmm. for us a no-go. Actually, the by default, the right growth, growth strategy then is fast scaling. Um, so we look for companies who have generated first revenues, where the unit economics look, look good, where the market opportunity is nice. And uh, founders and, and leadership teams who look for investors who do not only provide tons of money, but also expertise and, and willingness to, to be hands-on. But the market is very competitive or has been very com- competitive. I mean, it has changed a lot in the last month. But, yeah. um, it has been over the last three years. There was so much money in the market and, and investors to pour, uh, willing to pour millions of euros into into. A, hyperscalers, it was difficult for us to find the right ones, I would say. Yeah, Yeah, funny you're talking about this because I wanted to get into that because um, a few months ago, I made a post on LinkedIn. It's not that I'm that active, but it's a post where I literally got maybe two likes, which was a bit (laughs) strange because I was just wondering what is happening in the venture capital world because the narrative changed so drastically in kind of no time. And some of the big players you would hear about it's like they don't like you don't hear anything about them anymore. One example is Tiger Global, right? Like it was making the headlines and then suddenly nothing. And then you have all the narrative, all the clickbait articles and some other articles that are saying there is not enough money. Startups are going to die, you know, things like that. And then at the same time, you see some other companies raising like <laughs> lots, lots of money at ridiculous valuations as well. And then you get valuation slashed completely. So what is it that's being driven here? Like nothing is a coincidence in that sense. Like what is happening behind the scenes? Why is the narrative like that? That's going to change, obviously, after because there's so much money in funds, it needs to be invested like uh, in a way or another anyway. So is it going to be poured like BAM in a way? Is it waiting to see, okay, what's going to happen? Uh, everyone's talking about this economic uh, crisis and again, inflation and, and, you know, the stock market dips. Is, is the money, what is happening in, in your experience? So first of all, Tiger Global and, and the likes. I mentioned them in Inc. Magazine article I wrote, which is called, Is Blitzscaling Dead? And in this article, I say it's not dead. It's We've talked about this. It's still a valid growth strategy, but Tiger Global and the likes have been hit hard. They have been investing on high valuations, and I think they had to reevaluate all their investments. And as I said, they've been hit hard. For me, I look into company valuations from two perspectives. First, you can always look from a multiple perspective. So there was the time when people were willing to invest on 15 times, 20 times ARR, because that was the multiple that was being paid in the market. 
But for me, it's about the end game. I look from the exit perspective. How much is someone and who actually willing to pay for this kind of company at some point in time, maybe in four or five years? And if you look at least into the European market, you see companies that are being sold for more than 200 million euros, but they are rare. So for me, by default, if founders tell you we will build the next unicorn, and maybe they are the, already a unicorn, this does not mean that they are also being sold for a billion euros or billion dollars. So it's rather that most companies have a hard time getting to a 200 million exit valuation. And if you look from the exit perspective, if I want to make four times my money or three times my money, I cannot invest on a 100 million valuation. So that that's the reason why the more aggressive investors manage to, to make these investments. But are they, have these been good investments? Only time will tell. I have my doubts. So and now what's going on now? I think it's difficult. I think there is not, not one opinion what's going on now, but my, I'm happy to, to share my view on this. So first of all, as you probably know, many funds have raised a lot of money. And the LPs, the limited partners in these funds, also need to deploy money. So there's high pressure to deploy money, a lot of white powder in the, in the market, dry powder in the market. It needs to be invested. So it, I think there is money and there is a lot of money for good companies and every investor is looking for the good companies now. And maybe maybe if we want to stay in the fast scaling, blitz scaling theory, everybody is more looking for the profitably or growth efficiently growing companies now with a huge market opportunity. And these companies who have managed to build a business and are efficiently growing, they in my view, won't have a hard time finding money. And I also believe they will get good valuations because competition is pretty high. But the rest, it will be very difficult for them to get money because investors are very risk averse now. So they rather wait and see what's going on. And certainly if the public markets tank, this has an impact in the long run on the exit valuations that you can achieve. Maybe last word on, on, the, on this topic. I'm a strong believer that, you know, if, if markets tank, this creates great opportunity for founders to create businesses. And there's a great chance for investors to make good investments now on, let's say, better is, is the wrong word, fair valuations. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, or like to get notified about the upcoming episodes of this segment and upcoming segments. Music